0: Hi, I'm David Murray from DavidAlamurray.com. Today I'm speaking with Caroline Torrey. Caroline is a marketer who works in the financial services industry. She is a keen traveller and says that she's on a bit of a journey in public speaking and presenting. She talks about the various opportunities that have come her way to test her public speaking and presenting skills and how she's coped with them. These opportunities have come in various forms, from speaking at weddings of friends and family, to presenting business plans to large business audiences. She talks honestly about her fear of public speaking and shares how she overcame her fear so that she now embraces any opportunity to public speak and present. She talks about the importance of being able to communicate with confidence in the workplace and shares her tips and techniques for confident public speaking and presenting. If you read the podcast notes, you will see that I have added a link which will give you access to download your free Communicate with Confidence top tips. So do check out the show notes and download your free copy today. And if you do check out my website, you'll also find details of my next live workshops and events, And lots of tools and techniques to help you to communicate with confidence. And you can even sign up to my newsletter. And finally, if you do like the podcast, if I can invite you to please subscribe and leave a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. This means it will help the podcast reach others who might find it useful. Thanks a lot for listening. Hey there, you're listening to the David Murray Public Speaking Podcast. To find out more, you can visit me at davidalamurray.com Hello, welcome to the show. Today, my very special guest is a marketer, a keen traveller, and is here today to share her insights into her journey into the world of public speaking and presenting may I introduce you to Caroline Torrey. Caroline how are you?
1: Hello David, I'm very good, how are you?
0: I'm very good, thank you very much. I appreciate your time today. Now the reason why I've got you down here is because I know that you are on a bit of a journey in public speaking, is that right?
1: That's correct, yes.
0: And I know that you've used it for both work and socially, is that right too?
1: That's correct, yes I
0: have. So what I'd wonder if you could share with us today is kind of your insights into what you've experienced, kind of how you've developed over your time in terms of public speaking, and if there's any sort of techniques or tips that you can share with us, for those people who are starting out or for those people who are slightly more experienced, would that be okay?
1: Yeah, of course it be delighted.
0: So Caroline, can you tell us, what is it you do?
1: David, I work in financial services. I, I do marketing for an asset manager, working with institutional audiences. Uh, so highly technical, big investments, um, and I manage and work with lots of internal stakeholders across the business. That
0: sounds very interesting. Can you tell us a little bit more about it?
1: Sure. Yeah, so I work for an asset manager, marketing to institutional audiences, so um, highly technical. Uh, I manage work with lots of internal stakeholders across our business. Um, Institutes for investors themselves are um, people like your pension fund or your insurance company making large, large investments really on behalf of you and many other people who invest with them.
0: It sounds very complex what you do. How did you find yourself doing this?
1: Actually, it's a, a funny story really. I've, I've been very lucky. Uh, I left university a number of years ago with an art degree um, having swapped halfway through my course from um, doing a management degree to doing fine art, um, so lots of painting. I had no clear ideas of, of what I wanted to do but I knew that I could throw a party. Um, with that in mind I, I entered an events and marketing role as my, my first job, um, took professional qualifications in both events and in marketing, actually realised that I, I enjoy the strategic element of marketing much more than I do the events parts of marketing.
0: So how do they differ? How does the strategic aspects of marketing differ from the events type?
1: So, events are, are one component of the, the marketing mix, marketing, um, you've got lots and lots of different strategies in marketing, lots and lots of uh, different channels to market, and events is one of them. Um, in order to be a good event manager, you need to um, have precision, you need to have accuracy, you, you need to have a real life for, for detail, perhaps those, those aren't my strongest points, mm, um, yeah. where, whereas to be a marketer actually, you're, you're solving a problem. Um, so an event may be the solution to that problem, it may be a way to get people to engage with your brand, but it's not the only answer. Um, And for me, it's interesting to to look at what the different options are available and to assess the the value that can be achieved through each of them.
0: It's good to get a a little bit of an understanding in terms of your professional career. And I know that um, you've got some public speaking experience. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that, please. Yeah, I've
1: I've been given opportunities to to engage with public speaking on a number of of different platforms Um, so I've been asked to speak at a few weddings um, so giving readings or reading poetry at the the weddings of friends and family I've had to present business plans to huge swathes of the business Um, I've been asked to to pitch when we've been doing hothouse events yeah um, so there's a number of different occasions when I've been asked to speak publicly um, and the, the reason that I've really engaged with public speaking beyond that is actually I felt that I wasn't good enough. I felt that um, I, I was getting myself too wound up about the prospect of public speaking and yeah. actually not able to deliver to the best of my ability. Um, and yeah. So I wanted to, to really try and tackle that head on uh, and sign myself up to some courses, try to take as many opportunities as I could to, to engage with public speaking and to look at a different variety of of opportunities as they arose.
0: I'd like to explore that a bit more but what I'd like to go back to is we talked about being presented opportunities at work to deliver presentations, How how did they come about then? Did you put yourself forward for those or did they just happen and you had to just take on the challenge and do it?
1: There's a wide range of opportunities um, to present that have, have been offered to me at work. Actually, a couple of years ago, I would have turned down, run away from every <laughs> opportunity as it was given because I was so yeah. scared. It, yeah. it, it, it was something that would fill me with fear. I would, I would not sleep at night the night before I was presenting. I, I would be a, a, a terrible person to, to, to really have to spend any time with um, because my confidence levels were so low. Um, because it it would make me exceptionally nervous, I would question my own abilities to to deliver on the day Um, and so it it was something that I ran away from actually now, I'm in a very different position because I have chosen to spend spend my personal time actually really trying to to build up this skill and trying to, to make sure that I don't have so much fear and now I will accept those opportunities and I view them as opportunities rather than punishments which is uh, (laughs) quite a change from where I was a few years ago It's, uh,
0: it's, It's great to hear that because a lot of people when they're on the path to presenting, pitching or public speaking it's kind of all the same thing in a way because you've got to stand in front of a number of people you've got to convey an idea you're hoping that you're connecting connecting with them but did you when you started out doing it, did you identify one or two things that you wanted to focus on? Was there something you thought, because you, you, clearly you were able to do it, but was there areas of your presenting skills or public speaking skills that you thought, you know, I can do it, but I really want, these are the bits that are holding me back. Is that, does that make sense? Yeah, I
1: mean, it's certainly um, one of the things that's come up, actually, I'm, I'm quite natural when it comes to a Q&A session yes Um, so i'm very comfortable with with being put on the spot and being asked to to come up with answers as long as it's material obviously i'm I'm comfortable with it's actually the the presentation side of things that was a a particular weakness um for for me standing in front of large groups i find a lot harder than than a smaller group or um particularly senior groups again i find very challenging
0: yeah
1: um I, i think in our in our business that we, we can be quite hierarchical um, and so standing in front of the, the exec for example presenting Course, ideas, yeah. is it, you feel a lot more pressure than you would do among your peers yeah it,
0: it makes sense that because people sometimes come on workshops and they say that after two or three sessions they're feeling very confident but how can they translate that back into the workplace because they feel that when they're in when you're out doing courses or you're doing it socially you feel that people are going to be more supportive but then when you're in the work context you think well actually I've got my direct peers or colleagues here who might be slightly more critical because maybe they know you a bit better or they know you in a different way but the truth is is that I guess the more you practice the better you become and that becomes doesn't become an issue for you anymore does it
1: no that's i think practice 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 is is really the mantra for anyone who wants to become a successful public speaker yes and really that practicing encompasses practicing what you're going to say um, and how you're going to say it but also practicing saying it was so, i mean those are three quite distinct areas yes. so actually the rehearsing element is really important The making sure that you you've, you've giving yourself clarity around your messaging is really important, but also making sure that you embrace every opportunity you get to, to be on a stage, to be on a platform, to be at the front of a room, whatever it may be, yes. and actually take, take that, that opportunity to present. And all those three things combined will make you a much better presenter.
0: It's great to hear you say that, specifically when you talk about embracing opportunities. It might not be easy, but if somebody was listening to the show now, heard you say that, what would you what advice would you give them very quickly
1: i think just just get out there give it a go what's the worst that can happen
0: and it's going to be all right isn't it It is it?
1: going to be all right
0: (laughs) thank you very much okay here's a question i'd love to ask you Uh, in the time that you've been practicing presenting uh, public speaking is is there one aspect of public speaking or presenting that you enjoy the most
1: Yes, I think for me it's pretty much the the relief once it's over. (laughs) Um, So so nowadays I tend to feel very proud when when I have spoken because I understand the the journey that I've come on. Um, So two years ago I would have been a a shivering wreck at the side of a stage before speaking. Now whilst I'm I'm absolutely still nervous, I'm far less full of nerves than I was.
0: That's brilliant. And that's a good advice there, is just keep going, isn't it? Keep yes. going. Yeah. And I guess we can ask then, is, what, is there an aspect of public speaking you don't like?
1: Oh, I mean...
0: Or is it just all positive? There's some pain, but it is positive.
1: No, I don't enjoy public speaking. I still don't <laughs> enjoy public speaking. It, it's, not some, it's not something yeah. that, that I go out of my way to do. It's something yeah. that I need to do, and I need to do well. Mm. If I want to continue to better myself. Yeah. Um, and in terms of readings at weddings and things, actually, that's something that I want to do for, for friends. Yeah, and I want to do yeah. it well for friends. They mm. deserve it. It's their special day. I must give them what they deserve. Um, so, so. The
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's a wonderful way of actually expressing it because, you know, many people that I talk to, um, that you rarely, rarely get anybody actually say to say to me that they absolutely love it, and and I realise that I, you know I've, I'm quite passionate about it, but yeah, my motivations for doing it are different to everybody else's, and it? it's it's really a, um, a joy to hear you say that actually you are putting yourself through that kind of pain essentially because you know you're thinking about friends you think about family members as well where you want to deliver if you are asked to sort of deliver special occasion speeches you want to do the best job you can
1: absolutely and then of course for myself on the more selfish front if I'm able to present better at work then I've got more chances of progression I think that's a a hugely important thing and it, it can't be underestimated the skills that you learn when you embrace public speaking a more public platform such as speaking at a wedding or presenting a giving a presentation in the office are also used when you're in a more one-to-one environment actually yeah. it, it can make you a better communicator which is a marketer's is hugely yeah, important yeah. it probably comes down probably would also be helpful across all
0: roles it's quite a refreshing aspect to take your take on it and i guess what you're saying is you don't have to enjoy it to want to practice your presenting and public speaking skills because it's important.
1: Yes, it's, it's really important. And if you've, if you've got some ambition and drive, um, so there's very few roles that don't benefit from, from being able to be a better public speaker because even if you're using it in, in front of a, a team of eight in a meeting, um, if you're able to communicate yes. concisely and clearly um, and bring everybody on a, on a journey with you, then you're likely to be far better at your role
0: so that's a good question and what I was going to ask you it. so I'll probably ask you um, I'd like to still continue with the question is is it important to be able to communicate effectively in the workplace?
1: It's hugely important well yeah. to communicate effectively in the workplace um, I think, think for me being able to communicate effectively means that I can get people on board with ideas if I'm working on projects or if I've got marketing strategies that I've put together I, I can encourage others to, to embrace those yes. to support me and to, to 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 allocate me the budget that I need to allocate me the resource that I need um, to to ensure that I'm able to to deliver if I wasn't able to communicate they probably would say no to the ideas I come up with so I I need to be able to be concise to be able to be clear um, and to to not have a fear of, of communicating what it is that we need to do
0: Caroline, thank you Thank you very much for sharing your wisdom today Caroline I know that the listeners will get a lot of value out of what you're saying and I wonder if we can go back a little bit and talk about the presentations that you've delivered at work, just to give us a general feeling for roughly what was the t- total size of the audience you, that you presented to and how you felt beforehand, and if you had nerves, how did you cope with them?
1: Sure, no problem at all. I mean, there's probably two good examples I can I can give you here about the, the journey that I've gone on, really, with, with public speaking. Uh, so three years ago, when I worked for a private equity firm, I had to present to to the entire business, I had to present the, the marketing plan to the entire business, which was to around 250 people. Uh, that I found hugely scary. I worked with the business coach to, to get my presentation yeah. exactly as it, it needed to be, and yet I was, I was shaking as I, I went on stage. I, I was exceptionally concerned about it. Standing on stage and looking at everybody, I, I found hugely terrifying, but I delivered it, and it was fine. It was was not mind blowing by any stretch of the imagination, but compared to what I would would have been if I hadn't practiced, it, it was absolutely fine. In terms of um, me feeling slightly better about a presentation I gave this year, uh, we had a hot house out in China um, with the business, um, and we 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 want a leadership program. So we were being really actively encouraged to push ourselves out of our comfort zones in it at every possible opportunity. So for different people, that meant different things. But for me, actually, that was embracing the public speaking. So when we, yes. when we got to the end of our two-day hot house, um, me and one of my colleagues, um, who, who was also terrified of public speaking, decided that we would give the final pitch. Uh, which is on, wow. on a stage in front of 100 people, but there are 100 yes. people including some of our most senior staff out in Asia. And we, we were pitching a, an app to them that ideally would, would be used across all of, their, um, all of their audiences. And I was absolutely terrified <laughs> going on stage, but relative to my colleague, yeah. I realised where I had been because he was the, the, wow. the shaking person that I had been yeah. two years previously. Wow. And I was terrified, but actually I was holding it together. Um, and on stage itself it, it, it was tough but I got through it absolutely fine um, and when I came off, I was full of smiles and lots of relief and, and really pleased with myself for having put myself out of my comfort zone because I easily could have swerved it with some
0: Yes, we had some yeah. extroverted
1: people within our group, uh, and they would very happily have, have gone up and done it, but there wouldn't have been any devel- development opportunities yeah. there for them. Whereas for me, there was a big development opportunity, yes. so I went for it.
0: It was it was interesting that you were able to almost look look back at a mirror version of yourself two years previously to see how far you come. Even though you were a bit nervous, but you you know that you'd come a long way in that time. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, I think if I hadn't had him standing next to me, I probably would have thought I was just as scared as the previous time. However, it was having that contrast between he and I that yeah. made me think, "Oh, actually, I ha- I have improved."
0: <laughs> it says, yeah, and I guess there is there is great kind of sh- we get we gain great confidence and strength by kind of stepping out of our comfort zone sometimes, don't we? Yes. Even though it's a bit scary,
1: we do. Uh, I think it makes you prouder. I think if you have pushed yourself beyond what you would normally do, or you've done something you would ordinarily yeah. say no to. Actually, there's a lot of self satisfaction in that. Um, yeah 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 you, you feel like is. you've achieved something you, you are progressing in your, your life you're ticking off those bucket list <laughs> items or ticking off yeah those milestones or your five year plan whatever yeah. it is it, it's good to feel that you're constantly moving yeah, forward yeah
0: you're absolutely right thank you i'd like to touch on the question and answers that you're able to give when you deliver your presentations at work and you talked about maybe you probably prefer that aspect of it more than the actual prepared prepared presentation aspect is that right
1: yeah that's correct I'm much much happier being um, having an interaction I think probably because I I zone in on that person and in my mind it's a one-to-one interaction I'm answering their questions I'm talking directly to them whereas if I'm presenting there's a lot more that needs to remain in my head I'm quite good at reacting to, to stimulus rather than Rather than having to remember things, yeah. for, for me, one of the fears of a presentation is I might miss a vital point. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Yeah. Someone senior to me might not be happy that that vital point was was missed. Um, whereas in a Q and A sort of environment, actually, I, I think I can get to the right sort of answers. Well, actually,
0: again, thank you because again, it's so refreshing to hear you say that because you know the various groups that I've gone to, the, the, people seem to prefer the prepared speech element of it. And when it comes to having to think on their feet, that's the bit where they can freeze. So I wonder, as you're, you're kind of almost seem to be the, the opposite to everybody else, I wonder if you could share one top tip for you know, being able to think on your feet, if you ask that difficult question.
1: I think it's about knowing your material. So Again, once again, it comes down to preparation. If you know your material, actually you're not ever really being put on, put on the spot. Uh, in terms of what you do I, I think it's very yes. different in a, a work context a work context if you're putting yourself on stage you probably ought to be able to answer those questions yeah it's a
0: good point oh, thank you thank you good advice is basically be prepared know your material thank you very much Mid-bast. when people think of public speaking they can get nervous I wonder if you might be able to Blow away one of the myths for us. When people think about public speaking, they think something negative is going to happen, but it doesn't. Is there anything you can think of that never happens when you're public speaking, but people think will happen?
1: One of the most um, common fears that people have with public speaking is that people will judge them. Um, from from the experiences I've had in Maine, people are really supportive. Um, if you if you have real concerns that you you've got a tough audience, tough crowd out there that someone is yes. going to be judging you, I think it would be it's great to confide in somebody that you trust. Let them know your fears and have them sit towards the front. Have that friendly face that you can make eye contact with as you're as you're um, sweeping your eyes across the room.
0: Something I really love to ask you, Caroline, is what advice would you give somebody who hasn't started out public speaking or pitching or presenting? and wants to give it the try, but not sure if they should.
1: Don't wait until you're perfect to try it. I think putting it, putting it into practice will help you improve far more than classes or business coaching alone. Actually, you need to be able to walk the walk as, as often as you can.
0: Thank you so much for today, Caroline. We've almost come to the end of the interview, you'll be pleased to know. And what I'd like to ask you very briefly is, with all your experience now, in pitching, in presenting, in public speaking, what is the one piece of advice that you give yourself when you started out? So something you know now that you'd tell yourself when you started out.
1: You just get out there. It does take work, yeah. but it will get easier.
0: So what's next for Caroline? Caroline.
1: in terms of public speaking for me i feel like i've improved significantly but i'm still not the strongest public speaker so for me i need to make sure that i I keep on practicing that i keep taking those opportunities i'm proud of the improvements that i've made but it's unfortunately it's not like a bike it's not like you, you can just leave it a year and jump back on and you're just where you were it needs maintenance and so for me i need to carry on
0: yes that's very good advice thank you so much for your time today caroline i've had a great time hopefully you've had a great time too
1: yes I have very much oh, thank brilliant. you
0: thank you so much for sharing such great insights into the, into the world of public speaking thanks everybody for listening speak to you next week goodbye if you'd like to find out more you can visit me at davidalamari.com.